Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm leaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources on social media, business marketing, leadership, and more. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, this is Mike Kingrich. I want to welcome you to another Halftime Mike podcast. And today, um, I want to dive into niche apps and the opportunities that it can provide for startups, as well as uh, the specifics of uh, one of those called Swimply and what that can do for you. So uh, first of all, we're, we're all kind of familiar with apps like Airbnb, right? It's kind of a merge and um, you know, as a you know alternative to hotels and Expedia and all those type of things. Where you can um, kind of do peer-to-peer customer peer peer-to-peer is a good way to put it um, connections. So somebody can have their house or their apartment or their condo, and you know they can offer that. So you can stay there for a weekend or a week, and those types of pieces bring those two together. So uh, we're familiar with Airbnb, and uh, it continues to to grow uh, here. You know, even even during COVID, because people don't necessarily want large groups; they want a place that they can say is clean, we can have it privately, and so Airbnb, boom is offering that type of piece. Now, what's emerging is that more people are using their mobile phones and um, more of these um, apps in the app app store are emerging for unique niche industries, okay? So Airbnb is obviously for overnight stays, right? Or housing, and then they've kind of branched into experiences, which is a unique um, niche for them as well. But uh, what we're also seeing is ones for, Cars, okay, so peer-to-peer car sharing, not not car rentals, but car sharing, uh, you know, from a privately owned car to a person that needs a car for a day or a couple days or that type of thing. Uh, motorcycles, the same thing, so that someone can offer their motorcycle and uh, pools as another example. And then that's what I want to talk about more in detail today is uh, the app called Swimply. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to dive into that. Um, but from a software tech perspective, you're going to see this continue to emerge. There's industries out there. There's niches out there where people have something they're not using all the time. You, you know, you think of like people's vacation houses and they're, they've got weeks where it wasn't being used. And so now they can put that on Airbnb. Um, your car, again, you know, maybe you're working from home now or whatever. So you're not using it every day and you live in a city where there's possibilities. And so you let somebody connect with this app and use your car. So you know, on the car side, there's always been, number one, there's been rental cars, and then there's been kind of these short-term rentals, like a zip car, you know, where the zip owns a bunch of cars, and then you can just use it on a certain basis. But this is now a, um, Turo is uh, one of these, uh, T-U-R-O, and um, Drive Now, uh, let's see, there's, there's a number of other car sharing apps that allow this kind of, what I call peer-to-peer and and so because it is a private user, um, Maven allows peer to peer. That's that's a car sharing app. So there's lots of possibilities there that you you know you don't have to do it with a car rental company. You don't have to do it with a larger entity. You can do it with a private party, and you know quote borrow their car. So um, obviously that can work well for you if uh, if the cost is lower. And it works out on the uh, rental side. 
the person doing that, obviously, you know, they've put some risk into that as well. You have to be aware of your insurance and what that might do in those types of pieces, but you're going to see these emerge. So from a software perspective, there's value. There's even software out there. I'm on um, um, mobindustry.net, uh, mobindustry.net, and, and they, they kind of provide like a software for these types of things, um, for these types of platforms, all right, niche platforms. So you could build upon those type of things. And um, so again, cars, motorcycles, pools, what else is out there that is of value that you're not using all the time that people may have an interest in and that you know cost too much to own for many but they're willing to spend for a long weekend or a week or you know whatever that is type period okay so one of those is swimply the airbnb v for pools and um i have uh, uh used this app myself found out about it um more recently in the last you know two months i don't know that type of thing maybe it's just a month decided to try it out and um you know Typically, if like an Airbnb, I can go in there and uh, put in where I want to search for pools, okay? And I did it uh, near my home, um, found some, you know, regionally, and I could look at those just like an Airbnb listing, and it's going to tell me the price, it's going to tell me, show pictures of the amenity, pictures are everything. So it shows, you know, describes it, what you get, you know, what's involved with that, and then, uh, you know, then you can, you can ask a question to the uh, pool owner. Um, or, you know, you can check dates and um, submit to reserve. Um, there is, you know, uh, and, and similar to Airbnb. So there's, you know, there the app is making its money from people posting um, their listings. So whenever it's a listing is reserved, they get a, a fee out of that. And then also from me um, reserving a pool, they get a, a cut out of uh, that piece of what I'm paying to rent that pool. But I mean, you can rent in, in the pool case, you can rent by the hour. Um, some, some of them had a two hour minimum, you know, that type of thing. But uh, if you want a pool and you don't want to have, you know, maybe you live in a city like me and there's no way you're putting in a pool in your backyard, not possible, right? Because it's so small, city codes, all those kind of things. But uh, I found a pool, um, turned out to be less than 10 minutes from my house. Uh, went, you know, reserved it, went over there and um met the party at their uh, told us what to do come around the back and so there's the patio there's the pool you know access to all their pool toys whatever and so my family had a wonderful afternoon at the pool uh using the swimply now it's swim with a p swim p y um app and um it allows you to do you know everything you would want there um I think it came about again from those people seeing the possibilities of Airbnb and thinking outside the box and saying, Hey, wait a minute, I'm not using this pool all the time. What about that type of thing? So you don't have to own your own pool anymore to do this. It's in the U S and it's growing. And, um, I think it has, uh, possibilities for significant growth, but also for, um, other types of niches to do this. Now it'd be interesting it, they, they could get, um, you know, some competition from this by uh, Airbnb themselves if Airbnb B and B decided to do this because it's not too, you know, you have destinations, you have experiences. Why not have, um, you know, all other features like pools in an Airbnb? Right now they don't. 
So Swimpy can have a market share on that. They're young, they're growing. And uh, I think it's a phenomenon that's continuing to grow. It's gonna continue to be there as we look at the way technology, smartphones, apps in the app stores are evolving and developing. Lots of people are seeing, uh, hey, I don't want the overhead of owning this thing that I'm only gonna use. You know, in the, in the, in the North, cases are three months out of the year. Um, but I'm willing to, I want a long weekend or I want a day at the pool and have a pool party. So in our case, it was not a per person cost. It was a cost per hour. And I could have up to so many people, like uh, 12 people, I forget. And uh, that, that's a pretty good size of people. That could be a small party if I wanted to. Now, they had rules on that, you know, what you could do, what you couldn't do. Um, just like Airbnb. So trying to guard the uh, sanity and safety of the of the place there. So from the owner's side, the only thing I can think of is that they have to take a look at, um, you know, their insurances. I'm not sure traditional homeowners insurance is uh, geared and ready for that type of thing. I mean, I'm sure with a pool, you have a little bit of extra liability insurance, um, but does it cover this kind of thing? Um, I don't know, but that wasn't on me as a renter. I was like, hey, you know, yes, I can pay um, 35 bucks an hour and, um, take this for a couple hours and have a good um, afternoon at the pool uh, with a group of people, right? And so that is Swimply, the Airbnb for pools. I wanna encourage you to check it out, available in uh, iOS um, and Android. And um, it continues to grow. You're gonna see more of these specific niche type apps. And from a business entrepreneurship perspective, there's still market share out there in a number of these or even an untapped ones yet to jump into. All right. So this was Mike with a halftime Mike podcast. Wanted to talk to you about what's happening in the app world, technology world. All right. Over and out. We'll see you next time. Take care. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the halftime Mike podcast. Remember what you do in the second half is the outcome of the game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeEnglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy, adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.